Welcome back to Cast Me to Hell with me, Seb. And with me, Robbie. And this week we are bringing you straight from the cinema, moments after we've just left, or minutes after we've just left, we bring you Saw X, Roman numerals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Saw X. Uh, I mean... Uh, we've got to obviously as we usually do um, with these films when we're straight from the cinema I don't know why I fucked up but why I like stumbled so badly <laughs> um, as always we're going to uh, talk a little bit about it spoiler free for the first 10-15 minutes and then we're going to jump kind of straight into our initial thoughts and reactions to it um, we've just also changed laptop to record onto so we're not sure if this is going to be like regular audio volumes or if it's going to be really quiet as <laughs> our second half of the Ringu episode was. So yeah. a little apologies in advance. As we are trying to, as we said, as I said at the end of the last one, we are fixing our problems and hopefully you will hear much improved sound this episode. Maybe. <laughs> From now on. <laughs> or at least it won't keep cutting out on us because that was the main problem. We yeah. had some editing issues every time we recorded. For some reason, it just decided it wanted to go, nah, <laughs> yeah. I'm done. I'm done, I'm out. <laughs> it's like, shut the, just yeah. tell them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, stop. <laughs> stop doing this now, guys. Yeah. No one wants to no hear No one wants it. to hear Yes. Not, even, not even the mic wants to hear and us. Yeah, and yet, weirdly enough, uh, and yet, weirdly enough, the Ringu episode, as probably terrible as it was, uh, got us to number one in the number charts. One in Japan. In yeah. Japan. In the film history charts in Japan, we are number one. Which, I, we, we can reveal the background of that. Of It didn't do giant numbers no, for us or anything like that. Big. So I don't know if it's just people in Japan don't generally listen to podcasts <laughs> of that kind of nature because there are like some quite big podcasts with like celebrity names yeah, like below us. Um, so we're just like, I don't know if it's just a case of like, if two people listen to a podcast <laughs> in Japan, it's like, ah, number one. Number one. Like, they don't really care about, I don't know if they really have a big podcast scene over well, there. Either way, thank you to our new <laughs> Japanese listeners for getting us in the charts and our new Algerian listeners. I think like four weeks ago we were number one in Algeria as well. So thank you to our new listeners. We in are Japan hitting all those markets. Yeah. We are hitting all those big markets. Big we're markets. like David Hasselhoff in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Not big in his own country that much for his music, but in Germany they fucking love he's him. a fucking loved. So um as well just before we get into it, as always, thank you for checking the show uh please hit that subscribe button and please leave us a lovely review uh, next week we're going to be hitting the exorcist believer as well um but straight off the bat uh saw x saw 10 saw roman numerals what yeah. did, what was your what's your initial reaction well this is interesting because i'm sure we've mentioned sort in some way but we have never done a, a, a saw film uh, no. before we've never actually uh, released one oddly enough thinking about how many are out there we never did say spiral or any of those like that was the most recent one um so i coming into this and i'm pretty uh, i coming into this was very very apprehensive about the idea the second i heard about it actually i was apprehensive yeah. um because i knew like who was behind it I knew that the you know um, I think it's Kevin Garant or something like that who who does the who was the director but also part of the writing team and he was part of the team that also made Saw the final chapter which I just think is a, a piece of shit film <laughs> yeah <it was> <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it both looks terrible and it just was awful like it was just that final nail in the coffin at that point in time yeah. for people to finally go yeah we're ready to let this go now 
So the idea of returning to it and returning to it in returning to Tobin Bell, but returning to it like this one does, which is set between one and two. Yes. Was an interesting idea. I give him that. Um, well, I but, don't know if it's set between one and two. I it, think it's set before one, maybe. No, it's definitely set after, it's set after one. Okay. Because uh, I, I can't say because of spoilers. Okay, maybe when we get to the spoilers, <laughs> there's a definite reason we'll it, discuss. It, it's set after one. And obviously, also, well, one thing you can say is if you've seen Saw, Jigsaw's in better health at the end of the first one from what you see of him than he definitely is here at the beginning of this one. But yeah, it definitely is meant to be set. I'm sure it's meant to be set between one and two, is what they've said. Maybe. Between that, it takes place before two. Obviously, it can't take place after two, otherwise, he would be in much different health. Yeah, definitely. Because he is definitely. <laughs> uh, he, he's not in great health in this film. No. But in Saw 3, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, no, it's, it, it's. I was apprehensive because I don't have the same affinity for the Saw I I enjoy them. I like them. I I wasn't the person who was going to see them every year in the cinema, though. Um, I didn't see that many of the Saw films in the cinema. So I wasn't the person queuing up every year to see, you know. Halloween was my Saw and Paranormal Activity dive. No, that wasn't me. Um, so I don't know how many I have actually seen in the cinema, to be honest. I think Jigsaw. I think I only saw Jigsaw in maybe, the cinema. Maybe the same. I think. Um, so it wasn't the same for me. And obviously when the first one was released, we were still fairly younger we were uh, not old enough still yeah. <laughs> to get into the first Saw film um, and all I remember about that was just basically seeing like the foot on the DVD yeah, on the and my poster. dad having like the DVD and me being like yeah. I need to I need to sneak a watch of that uh, how about how about you how, how how was your affinity to this franchise and this new Saw X <laughs> I like Saw um, in general um, I think it's as it goes on, the storyline gets more convoluted and the films kind of look worse. But I think they're, they're enjoyable and they're watchable. Um, like None of them are particularly great, but they're at least fun. Um, when I heard about this film, I wasn't sure how they were going to do it. I obviously... Jigsaw was okay, Spiral was dog water. Um, and I saw the trailer for this film and I remember messaging you like... It's great that they're going to start, you know, they're going to bring the franchise back with the worst one yet. It's a very bold move of them. Um, so I wasn't, I didn't go in with high expectations. No. But I would, I'd say that whilst it's a very messy film mm-hmm. in terms of like not just what you see on the screen, but in terms of storyline, in terms of pacing, and it's a very weird film, I, I, don't, I don't think I'd put it as one of the worst sores. No. I think it was kind of an all no. right film. It was a very weird film. It didn't, in a way, it didn't really feel like a saw film. Um, a lot. This is the first one where I would say there is no kind of police procedural drama. Yeah, you know, there's no police approaching for them. Anything like that. Yeah, they're definitely approaching this one differently, differently, which I, I think is a, is an important thing to do. Uh, because it had definitely run itself dry and the police procedural side of it you know with Spiral for instance they tried to go hard into it they tried to go like we're going back to they acted as if they were going back to the first Saw film they were going to do the cop side of it they were going to do like Seven style yeah and yet it came off with none of the skill of like Seven style so yeah Spiral was like 
dog shit in that way. So they needed to approach it from a whole new angle. Yeah, and it's it's tricky because for me, a lot of what Saw is about is that police procedural kind of like the one thing that I love throughout a lot of the Saw films is that there is a sense of urgency. There's a game being played and people are have you know the police are having to race to not only figure out who jigsaw is but where this game's happening and how they can save the people so one thing i felt throughout the whole film is that there was kind of just a a lack of urgency i was watching and that's what made me think maybe this was pre saw you know or not especially not between saw one and two because in in Saw, he is already established as having maybe three or four, uh, you know, games. You've got the guy with uh, walking on the glass who gets burnt alive. You've got the big lad who has to climb through the barbed wire. You've got Amanda. And I think there may be like one more before the main game. Yeah. So for me, there was no police involvement. There was no real urgency to the film. It just kind of like went along. Um I don't know whether I kind of enjoyed that aspect of it. I feel like it kind of needs an element of urgency for a film like this. Um, at, at least that's kind of my initial reaction. What What did you think? <laughs> trying to herd the dog whilst, whilst we're doing a podcast. I'm sneaking around, yeah. <laughs> I'm sneaking around trying to do things at the same time because apparently everything decided to go off at the same time. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, that's, that's how it works, man. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I definitely get what you... Like, the Saw franchise to me, and I know that I have a very different opinion of the Saw franchise than you, because to me, I really loved the first one. I remember being completely like, oh, damn, that original film, that yeah. original twist. You know, that whole, I think, that that ending, that, uh, you know, that game over. It's iconic, man. You know, that, the screaming into the darkness kind of thing I, I, is, is an iconic ending and possibly one of the best horror endings I think there is. Yeah. Um, but, um, as we said, like, recently, an unnecessary sequels, part of me is kind of like, I really like that first one the same way, and I do kind of think in some ways that, you know, if it had just been left as that one, it would be seen as almost like a, a higher level of film than yeah. it is. Whereas the films have degraded it down until it was just basically like it wore it down <laughs> to a nub, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, I like the second one. Um, and the, the third one I thought had some interesting concepts. Uh, but for me, like, although I will watch them after that, I feel like both the quality, the story writing, and the, just the general continuity just started to just go so dire that I just don't see the the, mo the rest of them really as good quality film. They're kind of, they're throwaway. They're, you know, I mean, they're just like, they are like, I guess, I guess it's like a, it's like we could say with any like slasher film where it just starts going into weird supernatural, yeah. mythical parts, like Curse of Michael Myers, stuff like that. It, it drove the idea into the ground. So there's still the fun of seeing the traps and stuff like that. So it's, I'm not saying there's not still a fun to be had with many of the other sequels. Um, but in terms of saying it's a good film, I think around about three, I feel, is where they stopped making yeah. good films and just started making sequels or it started to feel like, here's the next check. And, yeah. And it, it, it ran itself into the ground. I remember saying, I remember when we went, I think it was me and you went to Jigsaw together. And yeah. I remember thinking, oh, actually, I thought that one was better 
compared to like say the final chapter and stuff like that, I think that that, that was still like a, a big step up, at least in quality, at least it looked better. Yeah. And at least it was trying to have some ideas and it had some more interesting traps. Whereas the last couple of, the final couple of films, I thought the traps were getting very like, okay, you're just, <laughs> you're just out of ideas yeah. with this, aren't you? Um, again, I'm not going to bother with Spiral because that was just terrible in all angles. Yeah. Uh, traps included, that just wasn't fun. Um, and this, so so coming into this one, I mean, that's a major reason I was like, mm, I'm not sure because I wasn't sure if I the world needed another Saw yeah. film. I wasn't care. If I cared about the Saw films. Um, and I'd be honest, the first, because Tobin Bell's Jigsaw, although he plays in, you know, throughout the films um, and he has flashbacks and stuff like that, I can't ever say that I have, I think Saw 2 probably was the one I had the most maybe that you kind of, I felt the most like about him and things like that. You had yeah. more in Saw 3, but that was probably the one I liked the most. But I can't say he was ever, some people like Lord Jigsaw, like this big, and I can't say he's ever been one of my like really? horror icon or anything like that to me. Um, the <clears throat> the persona, the yeah. voice is more than the person to me. Like it's like yeah. the voice and people remember the puppet and stuff like that. And that was more iconic yeah. than Jigsaw himself or Tobin Bell being like that kind of guy. Um, but this whole film is Tobin Bell's film. Yeah. You know what I mean? He finally gets one where it's basically his film and this is his film. And to be fair, like he puts in a performance like he's performing in you know, a higher level of acting than he yeah. has to put into a saw film. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You so, tell he loves the character. <clears throat> you can you tell know? he's passionate about it and that he's, this, well, this is probably what he will be remembered for. So oh, he's, yeah, he's putting his all into it. He's not, he's not phoning it in. I think one thing you can say throughout the franchise is out of everyone else when they were giving shitty performances in the sequels, he always <laughs> seemed like he was... <laughs> <laughs> the, the podcast is over if you back yeah. to it off. You know? I love that. Man. Um, but he kind of, like, um, yeah, he, he kind of goes through and, and there is another character, but again, I, that's technically a twist, so I, some people may already know from... Bits, we'll leave that. We'll leave that one for now. Um, but Tobin Bell is kind of that strong part of this film. And I think he's a, he's a good reason to see it, and he's a good reason to make you care, I think, enough that some of the earlier stuff, if you're, if you're not into kind of that kind of more character-driven kind of part, because um, you're used to a, a saw film that's more like an hour and twenty minutes and is mainly just about yeah. traps. Because again, this this one is an hour and fifty eight minutes, I think it is. Yeah. Whereas some of the sequels were literally like, I swear, one of them was barely even hitting an hour and twenty or something like that. Like one of them so, got one very really sure. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting because you mentioned about not thinking of Jigsaw and Tobin Bell maybe as much of a as big icon maybe. Um, but to me, I was actually thinking this whilst we watched it. Um, I think Jigsaw, Tobin Bell, as an actor and as the character, is probably the biggest horror icon, you know, since the turn of the two thousands. Maybe um, a yeah. lot. If you if you had to think of horror icons like you know Freddy and Jason, Leatherface, Michael Myers, all of those, he would probably be a oh, yeah. big one. You know, and he's probably in terms of horror icons of the post-2000s, I would probably say that he is a bigger one, or the biggest. In terms of how they used Jigsaw, I felt that, like you, like you said, the second one, he was probably in the most, and the third one as well. He was a lot more of a background character than I think people will kind of 
want to admit you know he dies in the third one and then you basically hear of him from his apprentices and you learn about him through characters and flashbacks so it was very strange that we had uh, a film and it's the tenth film in the franchise where he is actually the central character it's not like in other films where we're following like Donnie Wahlberg and we see Jigsaw it's now we're following him and it kind of felt strange because it was like well now we're we're watching a film where like Freddy Krueger is now the focal point you know he doesn't pop up every now and then he's driving the action and he's the main one that we're seeing the characters through and it was it was and I think that's where it got very strange because Shout out to the Cine World worker who was having a little bit of a chinwag with us as we went to get our tickets. <laughs> and he was saying, like, this is nearly two hours. And I was thinking, fuck me, how are they going to do this? Yeah. And, it, and maybe the first 40, 50 minutes are a lot slower than you would imagine. It sets yeah. up. Whereas, you know, usually if you're watching, you know, a Saw film, you have your opening trap. Then you have people waking up in a trap and then the rest of the story plays out from that point. But this was, it was really kind of leaning into setting up the game that is going to be played yeah. and what witnessing John's journey. Like he's all, we, all, we know that he is Jigsaw at this point. Like I, I still, I still think this is probably set maybe before the first one. Um, just <laughs> because there's a few, po- few points in it that made me think, okay, maybe it's, before or maybe it's just after um but it was weird to see it from that um should we do a last little bit about yeah just general thoughts on the traps and the third act before we get into the spoilers i realize we're nearly like 20 minutes in (laughs) that's that's all right we're talking about it in that non-spoiler way we'll tell you like when it moves and we will soon move past that but i i do agree um I agree with what you said about him being this fit. I, it's not that I'm disputing that he's not a a big figure in in yeah. horror, and he probably you're right. He jigsaw. Yeah, I probably even the uh, my brain doesn't puppet. work. What is, the, what is the Billy? Billy the that's the one. Um, those characters are probably the most iconic that we've had, like yeah. in this, like you know, in this probably century kind <laughs> of thing, away from those kind of ones but also I guess it works because Jigsaw is a person man with a moral code more than any you know yeah. you ain't gonna get that from Jason and you ain't gonna get that from Michael yeah if I guess if you delved into his backstory you might get that from Freddy when he was like a human kind of part of him but maybe a lot of those characters are <laughs> I don't not know the moral to... code of fucking kids I don't know about you know? <laughs> the moral, but no I mean there's a like there's like a prequel mystery that could be told there kind of thing yeah. so I mean but I think he's the only one that can tell, um, that can have his kind of side of the story and could yeah. be able to tell the story. Um, but yeah, I meant like for me personally, he just isn't the same like yeah. level for me. Like I don't see him as the. I see the. I find the his voice is almost more iconic than the character that he's Fair playing, enough. kind of thing. What about um, spoiler free then? What do you think about the traps? Uh, yeah, I I was fairly impressed with quite a few of them i think the there is one you get early on which is uh you know kind of a questionable of the reality of it but um you know the the one that happens early on was like interesting but felt very like fast kind of thing yeah and i think that was just thrown in there so that it didn't feel like you're going so long without having a single yes one i happened. think so um but when they we get into the main bulk of it there were definitely some that had me kind of there like 
oh shit like they gave, I got that feeling that some of them gave me of that kind of oh shit okay I'm tapping like I, I, I want you to kind of get through it the, yeah you know and some of them had that not all of them um, some of them felt a bit simple some of them had a nice little clever little twist um, but yeah I, I found them, them enjoyable but not the most inventive of the series I no think. I, I think so. I, I agree on that there was um, it was that kind of thing of like you're at the 10th franchise you know you're at the 10th installment how are you trying to keep the traps fresh and that's the real problem is like how do you keep them fresh and I agree I think that I think mostly they were they were interesting um, one of the things that early saw always had was like it was very much about this is what you this is your problem this is your sin should i say yeah. and this and you're gonna have to give it you're gonna have to like basically like sacrifice what it is that causes you to be a sinner or to live this shit life and you'll be redeemed and there was definitely some of that in the traps. I think they were, like you said, most of them were not as clear. That was one. No, the, the moral or the reason behind the trap didn't feel quite as well linked to why someone did. Yeah, because <clears throat> because basically they're all linked to the same kind of reason yeah. that he's doing this to them. So that does kind of bring it down a little bit. When in the other ones. It, Part of the fun, I think, was finding out what did you do. Yeah. And this one, that's already taken away because you already know what they did. Yes. Um, whereas in a lot of the other ones, it's like waiting to find out, right, well, they seem like a nice person enough. What have they done that's so terrible? Yeah. And that definitely, like, for instance, in, like, the first Saw, that definitely was a major part that helped with the mystery of it, the procedural kind of part of it, the police. Yeah. And that's kind of what made it feel more like a twisty, turny kind of film, whereas... Uh, yeah, this one doesn't feel quite. Didn't feel like it had it. It had a couple of twists, but I can't say that they were like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a twist. Like, I f- I feel like again we've got a little bit of that classic saw, especially with the sequels where they think a twist was more clever than they actually are, or yeah. people didn't see that coming like a mile away. Yeah, um, no, I and, agree. And that includes with a returning character where I was like, I think they were advertised. They played it. They were quite rude. They were. They were. They were advertised. I don't want to say just part in of case, the route. You know? That's part of the route. I do think it was advertised, but it's still in the film though. The problem with that is that it plays it like this is like it's a twist. A twist. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I never would have seen that coming in my no. life. Um, yeah, uh, one one thing that did pop to my head as well was. Um, that classic, what is it, in the final chapter when they do a flashback, but obviously Tobin Bell had aged by about 15 years, so they put a cap on it. Oh, that's in the sixth one. Is it the sixth yes. one? Um, no, it is in the final chapter, but in, sorry. But yes, in the, 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 the one. odd one with this one is that it doesn't feel like they actually tried to hide his age. So even though it's meant to be set between, you know, yeah. um, it's um, wherever it's meant to be set, he definitely looks young. He definitely looks way older than he does twenty year, almost 20 yeah. years ago. <laughs> well, in, I guess they could sort. say he's... But, I'd Ill, rather they, they I'd rather they go with that and say that he's ill and looks old. Uh, I'd try rather they go with that than try to put a baseball cap on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if you had a baseball cap. Backwards cut the whole film. <laughs> the whole film. I mean, that would have been quite funny, but um, I really dress him. Like although a big the only hoodie. sad thing is they don't do it to him, and yet again, other character they do that, and it's I found it, was it very, very noticeable. noticeable. Yeah, it was. Um, I was wondering whether that was. Um, there, there was one trap that I really did like, and it was the after shot, and that was like you know, the it was like a mask trap. I I quite like mask traps in Link, in um, Saw. Um, yeah, linked with Mexico and something. They, they teased it earlier. Yeah. They teased it earlier. It was good. It was fun. Um, 
my my main problem was I kind of got I got into the gears of like okay we're going for a slower paced one like I said my one of the problems is I I think that the lack of urgency kind of killed it a little bit for me um but when we got into the third act I was like I was I was laughing at points because it was just I felt like the third act was just laughably bad and then when they like when the main the big plot twist at the end happens you know the the iconic music kicks in as the the main twist happens and you're supposed to be like oh my god like oh my god what the fuck yeah but i was just there like laughing like <laughs> this is yeah, so ridiculous yeah definitely um without talking about what happens at that final end you know that classic every saw has it that classic bit when you're hitting and the music yeah. is building um but when you get to that point one i no i didn't know exactly how it was going to play out but i knew exactly yeah i knew exactly why the twist was coming in that part of the film and then not only that though sadly then the ending itself is super anticlimactic yeah for one character especially where you've basically now been rooting for that character to get their yeah you to know, get their comeuppance and and yeah that, that that's that's a disappointing part that you might find with that character of how they go or don't go to yeah. keep it within the spoiler um but yeah and then there's a, yeah and then also you've got a little mid-credit tease that's not a spoiler that'll help you if you're sat in the cinema and you listen to this before you're going in there's a mid-credit scene that will give yeah. you a little uh not saying a tease for the future but it, it's there so stick around for a little bit <laughs> yeah which but it's a very weird one don't think don't actually think about it because so I was watching it and I thought about it and thought okay whatever um, but it's a, it was a cool one so yeah. should we do countdown for the spoilers yeah go for it okay five four three last time to you know stop listening remember to subscribe two one Jigsaw hangs dong. <laughs> and it's old and it's all wrinkly. And it's real way, weird. As as we just on the spoiler free section talked about that mid credit scene, that's also how I know that it's set after the first one. Because you can see the dead body ah, of the character from the original film decomposed in the background. I he's can the, see that. He's in the background, yeah. So he's in the background in the floor and you can see the bit the they're in the same room as the end of the first one. So that's how uh, I know it is, but I also know because I've heard it in interviews. <laughs> no, I, did, I wasn't sure because I couldn't see the body. I knew it was the room, and I was like, is this just a room they're doing? And that made no sense because they were like, they didn't get, tell him the rules of the game. They just killed him. No, they just started it. They just yeah. started and watched I mean, him. We didn't, we, I mean, to be fair, we didn't see action go into him, so it could be like, we've started it, but now we're going to tell you the rules, which seems unfair, but yeah. Very unfair. Um, that seemed to go against his moral code. Yeah, one. and uh, that's one fucking thing that I... With your w- Hoffman. <laughs> I was, yeah, I love Hoffman, but I was, I'm so annoyed. Like, really, the writing of this film had some dog shit moments. Like, they kept going throughout the film, like look at you like that main kind of woman who was supposed to be maybe like swedish or something i don't want to insult the few swedish listeners we do have but she was like look at you a man with a moral code and it was a bit more arnie than switzerland (laughs) it's like arnold in a wig now but it was like they kept being like you look at you a killer with a moral code I don't kill we don't kill people we let them make the choice and it's like you you kill people man this, this the is... one thing that struck sorry to, to, no, to but, in, but the one thing that really struck me out throughout the, the main things is like a lot of the times in the films they're like okay you've got you've got poison in your system 
and if you don't complete the game you're you're gonna die the second film in particular they've all got poison in them so if they don't play the game and they yeah. die you poison them jigsaw <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you poison them yeah yeah it just really annoys me when they're like <laughs> we don't kill people and you're like you do yeah kill them yeah literally you know? just done that. yeah um <laughs> especially like in the because isn't it in the first one when there's the shotgun trap left in the thing and it doesn't yeah even, it's not even like a clever you killed detective thing. Singh, it's my like boy. like that's not like uh they have to survive that's uh you walk in and there's a shotgun Someone's gonna die at some yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> like you set up that track. It's not like that wasn't even a clever one. So even from the first one, that's not that. And that's yeah. something that was I feel like was way more played up in the sequels. This idea that he definitely I, I don't kill. Killer. I don't kill. Yeah. I feel like that was played up more in the sequels than it actually was in the original one, where it was yeah. a bit more just of a madman setting traps. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah um <laughs> this is this is this is part of the problem though and this is part of the problem with the sequels and why they got rushed to get done yeah. for like a year everyone new year you know it, it, it's it's like if you play like certain you know like cod. You play cod and it's like oh it's basically the same thing or people that play fifa every year and FIFA buy the game and it's like yes because they spent it there's a year between them if studios have been like crossing over for the last couple of years to play but don't expect there to be an amazing new thing added. They literally, if you want another one, if you keep asking for a new one every year, then the quality ain't going to improve that yeah. much. No. You know what I mean? Like, they've only had, like, a certain amount of time. Not that they do it in a year. They're way in advance of that. But still, it's still ridiculous. And that's what happened. They had, like, people who were just like, well, this is just stuff to just be pushed out. We just yeah. push it out, push it out, push it out. It, it doesn't matter. Oh, wait, have you actually reread the script? No. Did you even read it while you were writing it? No. <laughs> like in this one, though, they've, they've said they've had more. They've had more time, and they've taken the time away. But here's the problem: the original one was directed by James Wan, and it was written by Lee Wan. Lee Wan. 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 Yeah. Who you know? Who we both know are far superior yes. than the people who made this one. So it's trying very hard to replicate somewhat. The first sort is slower than the sequels. But it's very procedural. It is. Piece, so it adds a little yeah. bit more like mystery. So you feel a little bit more of that seven thriller yeah. kind of vibe to it. Um, so this one tries to take a little bit of that tone. But they haven't got someone who's nearly as well a good writer or no. a director behind the camera to go like, that sounds kind of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've got the guy who made the final chapter and was like, yeah, it's good to go. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's, so... For me personally, like this was far better than what I ever expected to get out of those yeah. guys. They've tried something, which, to be honest, if if they had managed somehow to get someone like Leo or James Wan to come back and do it just to do this one thing, then I feel like there would have been a much nicer sleight of hand and maybe his kind of cancer journey would feel a lot less than kind of just uh, here we go. But Tobin Bell does the best he can with what he's got. Yeah, and to be like, to he be raises fair, yeah. the material I think than what was probably on the page, which was like, yeah, are oh, you dying, mate? You're dying. <laughs> yeah. And to be to be fair, I think like the actual build of the story, the people who are gonna be in the traps, I thought that was quite cool. You know, yeah. so we find out that like Jigsaw's, you know. Uh, He's already got cancer at this point. He's been told it's terminal. He has months left, and then he goes to that survivors group. He sees the he sees the dude, meets the dude again, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, um, I went to this unit. I got it." At the time, I was thinking like, 
is he maybe in on it? Like, I don't know. I, I remember seeing the trailer and it was very clear, like, you you conned me telling me you treat me. So I knew that they, yeah. they were swindling him. Um, and then I thought that was quite, that was kind of done quite well. It was very weird how they tried to, not, like, I, I saw a lot of people say that, you know, they were trying to make Jigsaw an anti-hero. And I wouldn't say that they they specifically went that route until the very end when where the wheels fell off. But it did. They they played it a different angle. They definitely yeah. leaned into him a lot more. Yeah, he still. You still felt like okay, this guy has a twisted view of the world completely. Yeah, so that was one positive that they didn't completely skew. I I haven't seen was it. Don't breathe too with Stephen. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, um, but I I remembered some people doing that, going like the first one worked so well because of this, and now yeah. you're trying to do this to him and make him this character, and it just doesn't work at no. all. I I haven't seen it, but um, that's the kind of things I heard, and, and it's not a it's it's become quite a common thing with at the moment where we've got properties and we're like ah oh, no we're going to make them into a an anti hero like uh, like Venom for instance like like yeah. that kind of thing like why like we like yes in the comments maybe but why so with his his character here that that was a plus and i actually i re- i actually quite enjoyed the the build up to it i i like it when they build a little bit more into the characters and it felt like we had a nice setup for why these people were but sadly the only thing i would say about it is you have a nice build up with him and he meets the man henry kessel yeah. who's the guy who was at the group and was obviously as we find out later was putting on an act yeah. kind of thing he's in the med mid credit scenes um, but he meets him and, and, and I liked I liked these kind of moments and the whole like travelling to Mexico and starting to see yeah. the unit the sad part of it is that then uh, these characters though that we then you know know are going to be the victims some of them still feel very like we didn't really get any chance to know you because as soon as we got to that operation that was it it was like you're out you're here yeah. and, you're, you're and that's part of the con they're trying to get out of there there's definitely questionable about like why he wouldn't feel that the back of his head is not got some kind of giant like well to be or honest why jigsaw wouldn't know that he you know if you're having that kind of surgery at some point that would have shaved your head well <laughs> and that this is the one thing i got i actually thought that bit was quite well done because they they're pretty clear like they're like okay like keep your bandages on don't get them wet yeah um and to keep taking this you know uh you know this painkiller stuff so if they'd have just doped him up for a week you yeah, could yeah. you could buy like actually he's probably not feeling much you know mm. um and then when when he finds out that it's it has been a con i was like it's a it's a pretty fucking heartless con um, there, there is one thing that goes through my head this whole time because of the levels that they're willing to go to and because of what they're doing and because they've been, already been paid I feel like this place would have just killed all these people. Yeah, they would have just they would have just gone and stab him in the neck. Right, <laughs> surgery's over. Get rid of the body. Let's no, move cause, on. Because no one knew where they were or what they yeah, were. Yeah, but then I guess there would be there would be like paper trails, you know. Whereas if you uh, if you but there's still did like loads con, of people to say like they conned. But me then out. they they would have gone back. They would have had the paper to say like yeah. I'm cured. I don't need to have any more treatment. And then they die like two months later. And then they're like, where are these people? You can't find them anymore. Yeah. You know? I, I still think there'd be more like you'd go back and be to your doc, actual doctor. I think, like, oh, yeah, here of course you would. And then you'd realise you're con, but then there's the paper trail of like, there'd be people onto them because now, you know what I mean? They're already people that are 
obviously probably on some kind of list for the police or something because yeah. someone must have reported this several they said there's been 34, 34 of them I think people, yeah. so like someone must be on a list of like the police to do yeah. this and then on top of that so it's kind of on the point of like I mean I guess it's getting done for a wor- even worse crime but they feel on the verge of just like they could have just like they might as well just off these people there's no yeah. there's less of a trail there than sending people back out and being like right they've seen all these people all these names yeah. they know some of our locations they know some of the people yeah. involved I feel like the humans are their major paper trail yeah. they might have just, <laughs> just fucking off and in this case they should have offed him because um, but no he meets uh, these characters Matteo uh, Gabriella um Celia she's the main the main woman and Valentina Valentina yeah so those are the main people we meet within the area and yeah and Diego and Diego who's the first one he meets when he kind of gets kind of gets dropped off there by him in his uh first bit uh we don't actually get to i don't know if i think we get to meet the other characters who stop him in that scene when they're in the taxi yeah and they stop and get out of the guns and they drag her into the van and then oh no that, i don't think that was fucking weird that, 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 i mean i, I got it because you were like oh they're trying to go to a secure location so there's no trail but then diego that, but then I, that's why i thought that diego character like that's it they, they do this to like tourist things yeah then they just think they've been taken or something like that but then it turns out he was actually on it. So I was like, well, then I don't really, why did you need to, I didn't really know why they needed to do that. Well, I think think it was to make it, I think it was for part of the con, isn't it? It's to make it look, but it's not only, it's not only that though. It's about, it's so that if anybody realizes they can't get them. Yeah. yeah. You know, because you see John is like mapping out where he thinks they are based on what he saw which yeah. is how he finds them but other people would be like okay I re- yeah I realise I've been conned I went to this field and they fucking abducted yeah. me I wouldn't yeah. know where it is um, um, and I've, I've uh, that scene though to be fair with him you're just literally there like fair play to the performance because he legitimately looked like he was just about to have a heart attack and yeah. <laughs> sore X he, <laughs> he just dies like several times in this film he looks like he's literally about to, oh shit oh, um, like you feel like anyone else who's basically got like less than two months to live in that situation probably yeah. would have a heart attack <laughs> oh, and just die. Fuck. Yeah. The body's already weak. Their immune systems are fucked. So it's literally like, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, he's, he's dead. Oh, no. He's fucked. <laughs> um, so now, spoilers about the traps. Yeah. Like, we won't talk about the whole film. No. Uh, what did you think about the, tra- the main kind of traps that we get? Well, let's go with the first one. So, and this one, I believe is an imaginary one because yeah. it's what jigsaw imagines he would do if if the he guy, hadn't if he hadn't put, put the watch back, back. Uh, which is the one that's all over the posters which is the one that i think a lot of people are like oh i can't wait to see what that yeah. is um whereas it, it's a, a sticky fingered lad who uh yeah. is trying to still watches the custodian and he in jigsaw's head he thinks right he would put him up to a thing with his fingers in a trap yeah like a vice um, in a vice this is one of the few ones where I know it'd be fucking horrible and it'd painful be horrid like to have your fingers broken like like in that way and any of them would be horrid but compared to some of the other ones that we've seen in the franchise this was one where I was like feel like i i feel like i feel like i could just about if, if my eyes are about to be sucked out of their yeah. sockets because he has the tubes going to his eyes with a pressure fit i was like yeah i feel like i could do this one i feel like i, I yeah. could just about could, all like, five he gets to free yeah i was gonna say but that's it he was going like one turn i'd be like 
fucking do yeah, it. Yeah, break just get it, it all done. done. But it also seemed a bit low stakes. Well, here's for him. Yeah. Well, like, here's the thing. Especially though. in his imagine. This is his imagination. He could go bigger. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess like the 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 punishment is supposed to be like appropriate to the crime. Oh, yeah. So, and Jigs- but Jigsaw is very inconsistent with the punishments well, so and all of it. and proportions <laughs> yeah so he is i mean i say just but he's just stealing from people who are in hospital i know it's not great but i don't think he needs to be horrendously maimed to no, learn no, a lesson no. as opposed to the main the main you know victims who are conning people and the dying it's room. just interesting the way it's like because it, it, obviously as he turns the dials each of his fingers get pulled up and yeah. basically to the point of snapping snapping fingers it's just interesting that they didn't go a little bit harder I was expecting it more to be like pulling the fingers from the which I think has already been done actually to be yeah fair on the vice you know like the old Chinese finger trap, yeah. like pulling the fingers out or things like yeah. that just to be a little extra more gory well, I was expecting uh, yeah you know I don't know why I was just expe- like in his head that that would be but it, it does match the crime of trying to rob a watch rob a watch yeah so I guess that's it but yeah. I thought I thought it was quite a cool trap um, sucking the eyeballs out sucking yeah, the eyeballs it, was, out. it was fairly it was fairly cool and I think it helps that it was then revealed that it was in, it, kind of, in, in his imagination because it felt like mm, that's why I feel like that kind of balances out the reason why you feel like I feel like you would actually go harder than that if you actually yeah. did it properly if you really did it Jigsaw I feel like in the last minute you'd be like yeah break his fingers break his fingers suck out his eye try that's what's what happened <laughs> yeah. and then in the last minute he's just like uh maybe I'll find a way for it to pull each yeah. of his sockets out of place or, or well. let's just explode his ball <laughs> or let's just split his head in half yeah. at the end you know just that like, of course the stolen old man's watch blow, <laughs> blow him up exactly like yeah tick of a clock slices into him yeah, <laughs> yeah that kind of thing yeah but um, it, was a, it was a fun one um, yeah Valentina a bit like rough. sudden that one I think yeah well I think um, that's the idea and then it? It, I do like it when and that's part of why I, I like I do like you know in these ones, the better the better of the sequels were definitely the ones when they had like them having to work as like a yeah. bigger team. So like Saw Two, I think is really good because it's like they're all together kind of thing. And then you've got the same thing in Saw Three a little bit, yeah. You know? And that all works quite like nicely in that way. But it's all very much about human nature and like you like in Saw in Saw Two, they can work together to make some traps easier. But everybody's got to be playing their own trap. And everybody's also kind of out for themselves, you know? Because, like, if you... if I mean, if you're in, like, a saw trap with a bunch of random people you don't know, um, and it's like, there's a vaccine, I can, you know, like... I might not do my trap, right? So I've seen somebody just do theirs. If I fucking snatch it, give myself the vaccine and just wait it out, you know? It's kind of of that thing. Um, But Valentina's trap was really rough. Yeah, yeah. Valentina's, I think, actually, for me, was probably the worst of the ones that they had here. Uh, I think I had the biggest reaction to her trap. And I liked the style of what, like, uh, of Mateo's one, but Valentina's, I think, just felt a bit more like raw for how much she had to do to herself. Because hers had like several layers of pain, and that's kind of what is like. for her not feeling as much like she was as maybe deserving as certain yeah. ones as well, you know what I mean? But then um, I felt like, you know, so she's set up in one where she's got a, a, a like kind of like a razor wire or yeah. thing wire that's around her neck, which will then move forward towards her neck 
and it like once she fills the trap so it will kill her in very quickly so that yeah. part's very vain but the rest of it is her getting a you know a like a cheese wire cheese wire razor wire kind of thing and she has to slice up through her leg it's rough which is rough and then after that she has to get a get a basic suction and stick it inside the bone to get the marrow out of the bone to get enough marrow to fill it up yeah. so she sliced her leg and then she has to do that as well and it's such a like that one felt like piling on yeah. three minutes felt like it was an unfair amount of time definitely I was like oh, three minutes man yeah, come on you it, need at least like ten for that and this one I think the good thing about this one is like um, and that you sometimes get and maybe that I didn't feel maybe as much with one or two of the other ones was there was urgency with this one yeah because she hesitated for about the first minute she only had about two minutes once she started cutting into her leg she only had like less than a minute left to suck the marrow yeah. out of her leg so that you really kind of felt for her and I think I could feel myself like tapping my leg like come on yeah. come on like and it's the fact that they play the classic she gets literally within seconds of like getting it it's like yeah. the dial is almost there when it starts moving that happens with a lot of I mean it, it happens with a lot of them in this film but I'm trying to think if that happens in the other ones quite as much you do often get people who I feel like there's stall and I then feel like it, it was a fairly common like thing yeah. that they get this close and then they're done kind of thing they've yeah. done all of the pain they can do to themselves and now now you're dead anyway it's the hesitation that always fucks them up in that and it, yeah it's that horrible part of it and I think yeah with, with her death and also to be honest she's also like literally when she gets caught by them after you went to the toilet just as the bit when she was getting caught but she was literally like moments from being raped yeah by like this big guy in the back of the car and luckily like i guess luckily, luckily she's saved. yeah i'm not sure that's so true <laughs> well that's what um, i have that's so what i she's like... just gone for, that's like the last moment the last day of her life was uh what happened today i went to a club i got manhandled i almost got raped in a car <laughs> now i'm slicing my leg off and yeah. i have to suck the marrow out of my leg <laughs> lovely like then my head gets lopped off yeah well, it was really funny because when i went to the loo i was like now's the time to do it I'm gonna make, before it kicks off I came back and as I was coming back there was a there was a dad and his two toddlers that must have been about four years old four or five each with popcorn and he opened the door to saw <laughs> and they were walking in just through and I looked at him oh no no that's saw that's saw 10 and he was like oh we don't want to watch that and one of the kids was like is this our film or sort of like Paw Patrol it was Paw Patrol yeah, they, they, they were like is Paw Patrol. daddy and I was like oh saying that do not that. <laughs> and they would have been terrible because yeah. the bit that walked in was pretty the first time I think when you walked back in was when you first you see the pig mask for that the was first the first time. pig mask and <laughs> the dad to be fair the dad had a real good sense of humour about it he was like laughing he was like we don't want that one and they were like in reality yeah. that dad's pissed off at you for like pointing out because he's like now I've actually got to go watch Paw Patrol, <laughs> <Paw> Patrol. <laughs> like, he's like I was going to sneak my kids into Sore X <laughs> no, I did I, when we went to the cinema um, the Paw Patrol it has the fe- has like a neon like style poster and it's quite similar to the Five Nights at Freddy's one yeah, yeah. and I walked past it and I, I said to Anna I said oh we're, we're going to try and cover that for the podcast and then I looked at it and I was like oh Paw Patrol <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Paw Patrol first 15 minutes spoiler free then we get into it I mean people were trying to push the uh, you know they had the, bar- the, the Barbieheimer people were trying to push the Saw Paw Patrol because it was going to the same Saw weekend Patrol, yeah. they were trying to make their own little like crossover yeah. event like everyone goes to see 
Paw Patrol, and then followed by Sorex. <laughs> yeah, t- protect your kids. Poor X. Poor X. Yeah. Um, but no. Um, Valentina's was rough. I, was Mateo's rough. was good. What I also like about Valentina's is just, was actually just the effect of when she falls apart. You've yeah, already that got the really leg on the good. floor. You've got the head that rolls across. The body falls. Yeah. And you've got all of those bits there. And then they try to survive. And a good point to throw in the uh, showing how ruthless. To, is it, what is it? Sienna or Selena? Celia. Celia. Completely. One of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ruthless of that when she she also then Uses gets her guts. guts used for the can get the freaking table to get yeah. the phone to try and ring. You know that's left there, which you know you're there like. Well, this is obviously uh, you know it's it, it is put into question because you do wonder whether um, Amanda, who we haven't mentioned yet, <laughs> yeah, whether Amanda is trying to help them because she's unsure about helping Jigsaw yet. Well, so she's it, trying to help Gabriella because Gabriella's yeah. a drug addict. She was a drug addict. She has this whole kind of sympathy. Um, and what I did like is maybe. Th- <clears throat> Maybe this was like the point where Jigsaw was like, "All right, Amanda, you need to be tested again." You know, because mm. the second one she's going it through is, a test. Yeah, it is, it's unclear that whether Amanda like it doesn't make it that clear whether Amanda knew that, so it was a set trap. The phone because yeah. it is part of the final little twist, I guess, um, or whether that was testing. But there is a constant kind of testing front. But then it's that's the thing. It kind of makes you question all that because quite often when she was talking about these things, quite often yeah. she was with them in the room when she was questioning him about them kind of thing yeah. so it's like is it part of the long con or was it part <laughs> of the um but there definitely is some on her on her face so yeah i guess we should talk about that in the room of uh Sawney smith returning as amanda which is part of that scene we talked about before with the yeah when we see the pig mask gets mateo um gets gabriella in the toilets yeah um gets valentina so in the film, it is definitely played like a twist that she's. Back. It is, isn't it? It is like a big like sudden reveal. Like it flashes back to all three of them. Like, oh my god, look! It was actually Amanda the whole time. Yeah. But I gotta be honest. The second I saw, well, someone moving around who was able to move quite freely. Yeah. Not, I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't Jigsaw, uh, Kramer underneath that because uh, when they when they smashed the guy who was trying to rape um, Valentina in the car. Um, it's obvious that that's not him. So I was like, yeah. it has to be someone else anyway. But I was like, it's, it's, it has been shown in promotional stuff anyway. But yeah. I was like, it was very obvious. You could see from the body type it was a woman. Um, you could see from the hair. And quite often she was the one that tended to wear the pig with the hair anyway. Yeah. So if you knew the franchise, you knew, who, you knew it was her. who it was her underneath. So if you'd known that. But it's just it's just a bit weird in the film because I... I I know for anyone, but anyone who hasn't seen these films before is coming in at new isn't going to have a freaking clue. No, they'd be like, oh, who's this? And anyone who knows the franchise, I feel like pretty much would have gone, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I knew that was, I knew that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not against it. What I did like about her returning is that we we got to see more of the relationship between, uh, you know, Jigsaw and Amanda. I, I quite liked it as well when he rang. Hoffman is like, <coughs> you know, detective, I need help locating this person. Um, Which, again, people... I, you, you know if you've known. You know it, it's you've nice that, it. well, that wasn't a twist. That was just, no, it wasn't I a know, twist, it's, it's a nice, nice little, little call for nice the little little wink, Easter eggs and stuff. And I like seeing him turn up at the end. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, it was just, I, I liked seeing that relationship between them played out. Um, no. And that, that kind of like, it made me think at the end, hmm. is he then going to 
knock her out and we see him put her in the house for you know saw two because yeah. saw two is very much amanda's going back in there again she does reveal that herself was the bit i it? couldn't remember because it's saw two she's not in saw one is she's she? in saw one she's yeah. in saw one that's she? when you see the that's bear when she gets the, yeah that's why she's part of the thing and that's why it's set up for two for two so this is why yeah. this is as revealing basically how she became part of his program properly you know yeah from what happened to her in the first saw film I was, I was trying to, I was sure she was in Saw 1, but I haven't rewatched Saw 1, whereas you've rewatched Saw recently because we were originally we were going to recording do it. it before this yeah. one. Uh, we <laughs> may still do it after this one. Um, but yeah, so it was it was good seeing that relationship and she gets some really kind of fun, also kind of some some lines that actually made me kind of laugh, to be honest. Yeah. You know, the little quirky, like the, the one she says to Valentina, does it don't lose your head or something like that, which is probably the most obvious joke in the world. Yeah. But, she delivered it in that kind of the way that Amanda had that kind of crazy. Well, she is a bit of a nutter, kind of, isn't she? Yeah, that's what I mean. You spirit. Um, she the way she delivered some of them was real, like really good, and it was nice to actually get a film where you kind of got to flesh that out because before it was yeah. just like flashbacks. It was little flashbacks, so you didn't really get to see them. You didn't get enough of them properly interacting. Like in Saw Three, he's fucked on. He's fucked out. You know yeah, what I mean? He's, when you when you he's talks fuck, about you know, yeah in a bed just beating off. You know that's all he can do. <clears throat> but the only thing that did get taken away from it is her makeup for yeah. the film is not good. No, and the I, I, the wig is the bad. wig was awful, man. Like really badly noticeable. I know they're not going to ask her to cut her hair or whatever you know for that role for like that part of a role. But uh, I mean, you yeah, can do better you see than that, that part of a role. But she. She was she's, in, a, she's good in chunk. a good chunk of this film, so, yeah. But I still, you know, the wig was awful. There's man. still much things they could have done much better. Or I would have said, I would have said it, it's worth just letting her have whatever hair she has. Like it's worth that continuity issue for not letting her look like that the whole freaking film. Yeah, <laughs> it just looked awful. And then the way that they tried to de-age her she with had makeup, really shiny face. Didn't yeah, she? but the problem was you could see the makeup. So there's like a scene when she was crying about John like dying. Yeah. And it's like literally, you could see the trail, like the thickness of the foundation level that they yeah. put through. You could see the tear like slightly move and then be like, I ain't getting through that. Yeah. I'm not getting <laughs> through stops. that hole. And you could see like a dip in her face where it's like, this is how much war- all of those tears have only broken through this tiny yeah. beginning of this barrier. <laughs> like they're like, push, lads, push. We've got to make a teardrop. Um, yeah. So that it's one thing that sadly takes away from it. I know you couldn't have the character. I know. Tobin Bells is more explainable why he may suddenly look ill because he's been through chemo and all those kind of yeah. things. Whereas she hasn't been for anything. So she can't suddenly go from like a young woman in Saw, Saw 2 yeah. to like a, 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 four, yeah. you know, a 40 year old or 50. I, I don't actually know how old uh, Sawny Smith is. But um, yeah, you couldn't have that happen. But at the same time, I, I feel like there were better ways around it than that. You know, yeah. ways they could have dealt with it, not even needing CGI. It just wasn't the best makeup cosmetic no. work I've ever seen no and I think with at least with Hoffman when you saw him at the end like because he was in it so short yeah and you know he's he's he was like in his 40s when you saw him anyway yeah I don't think they did really any de-aging on him because he just no, looked they like didn't. he does they just kind of angled it so you didn't, yeah. you didn't see his face you like saw straight the side on, on yeah. you saw the side so they could have maybe done a little bit so to the side on or kind of added a little sheen so it does that but I, I it works okay with Hoffman, that man. I know it was harder to do that with someone who plays a more major more role more, yeah. in the film 
Um, but it, it the, the mainly I'm sad because I actually think Sawney Smith, I actually used to find her quite annoying in character quite okay. often. So I, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Amanda character anyway, whereas I actually quite liked her in this one. So I, I, I was just a bit sad that I think possibly her be- one of her best performances within the franchise yeah. and it's a little bit ruined by the way that she looks. Because it's very not it's the distracting, way that isn't it? Like, I, to be honest, I feel like most people would have gone with it if you just went, oh, she looks older. Oh, well. She, like, yeah, she cuts her, cut her hair. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter that I, much. I quite... I, did always I quite liked the Amanda character I thought that it was good to see her as a bit of like an unhinged Hoffman was my favourite apprentice on God I, I thought <laughs> God, I, the Lawrence Gordon you know twist was dog shit oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it was the most obvious thing I, um, I, I think in general I just didn't really I, I think and I think even the, 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 the guy who's made this one the guys who've done the thing they said the biggest thing that they did wrong was killing to, Bell. Yeah. they fucked themselves when they did yeah. that having to make up all the extra apprentices and stuff well and I like the idea I don't of think I ever really liked I, that's my I didn't really I, I yeah. liked I liked his character for what it was used for and he was the mastermind and I know there was only so long you could go on with that anyway yeah um, but yeah I don't know I, I said to you before and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for it that, go like for he it. did it like as a character, I just felt like basically, and this is the same for when we're watching like Hellraiser, I feel like it basically went from one sleazeball character, but then they always go to the sleazeball cop of character, course, who we've got here, which then went to a, another kind of sleazeball cop character in the yeah. franchise. And you know what I mean? And then, uh, I don't know, to me, they always feel, feel like the exact same character in several different franchises, but it's just like, so you're the sleazy cop. <laughs> like You're grimy, you're a bit... You're a bit of a slime ball. You're a bit of a. You talk uh, disgustingly about yeah. people. Yeah, you just seem like a straight up serial killer. But he was closer, probably, to a straight up like serial killer. Yeah, than, he didn't really have the moral code. That's kind of Not what as much, was about no. his character. And but here's so. the thing that I liked about the the those apprentices. Like Amanda felt okay as maybe like a first one, you know, like a, a first protege, but then fails because she's just a nutter. I like Hoffman because he's he's an inside man, so he like would know people's records and yeah, creepy yeah, yeah. stuff about people. And I like Gordon because it make it does make sense to have a doctor because if you you see all of these things yeah, and you're yeah. like how how does how is a key behind somebody's eye? Like you're a civil engineer, but you're not a doctor. That yeah. stuff made sense. It's just that they introduced him. In the open, you know, the opening of the last one, and make him so obvious that he's it. Yeah. Whereas if he was in it a bit more, it would be better. Um, but it was go, horrible. Yeah, it was horribly but again, It was just a, that. It, the re, it felt cheap because it was literally like, oh, we just need something. We need someone. We need something to link it back to the original. And it seemed like uh, Carl, Carl Ewells, I think his name is, um, who played that character. It felt like he only agreed to be in it. Like I'll, I'll film like a day yeah I'll do a <laughs> so day. you could do like <laughs> that much of me but that's it I'm not doing any more yeah um, so anyway back let's, to the let's traps talk, we let's, didn't finish the traps <laughs> we, I mean how many more traps are there Mateo's trap is good we only did one we've oh, done two we did two of five ish yeah Mateo's um, trap was good um, I'm just thinking that was good, cutting off the scalp that was cutting off the scalp um, but that was where the heat I kept thinking with him. his one though um, 
because of how he was able to drop it in, I did kept thinking whether in my head I would have been thinking, well, all it needed, it needed something to dissolve in order to cause the patterns. I kept thinking I would have just lopped something else off and tried. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, put my fingers in it and just be like, is it, it's, it's doing it. You know, yeah. fucking horrible, but you know what I mean? Try to put something, or something one of those products on the table, just go, yeah, and then they just watch. It's dissolving, and they're it's watching you, and I just feel like, ah, oh, no, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I know it wouldn't work like that because I'm cheating the rules of the game. But still, yeah. I was just like that. I'd be like, well, I've got a second, but yeah. Although I was partially expecting it to come back open just to see, just to see the, the after effect. Yeah. So again, but they don't go quite. I'd say that apart from Valentina's, it's not quite as gore porny as it was no. in previous ones. No, which I'm alright with because it it can push it too much sometimes, and sometimes like his. Is one of those that I think the imagination in your head works better. The burning, the screaming, and the hearing, the yeah, and then the cool mask. I didn't um, like uh, Gabriella's. No, I feel like it was quite poorly like uh, put down, put down in that way. Um, and I kept thinking that I don't know why, but I, I did keep thinking that like because she had one leg that was bringing her down from the ground, yeah, one arm up there. So I was very like when she told her to do the leg first, I was like. Nah, do the hand because it will drop you down. Whereas it was the most obvious thing that's going to swing you across, and then it's going to move, it's going to move you. over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, but I don't know. It just it just didn't work. The whole radio like beam coming at you and the heat yeah. of the radioactive and uh, I don't, there was just something that that just felt a bit anticlimactic about that bit. Definitely, definitely. yeah. Like it felt like she was going to get something really interesting because the whole film was going on mainly about Gabriella, Gabriella List. Yeah. He had in a, he really liked it. It felt like he would have, the scorn that he felt towards Gabriella, which is why you get that nice with Amanda because she's a drug addict. They have that kind of back and yeah. forth. It felt like there was going to be something bigger than just like the burning. I don't know if that's because maybe actually that's him going easier on her. Actually, I don't. Uh, know. But it, just felt, it felt a bit like. Yeah, it just felt. Yeah, we're heating you up. You're slowly getting burned. But really, all I'm seeing here is most of the time it's just you whacking off screen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was robbing the cinema. Just yeah, I was just whacking it all. Uh, but uh, but whacking her hands and whacking her, her leg, and then you know it just. There was none of that brutality that you felt, yeah. and it just it, it was underwhelming. Um, and then obviously we get to kind of here's the weird one. So we oh, we get dog shit. so yeah, so we've got all of this build up, and we've had oh who was the other character that came back in? I can't, P- P- Pearson something something I don't know. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we forgot about we forgot about uh, Diego. He, he was the second one. Diego's trap was He had the two... He, had he the, got pipe bombs on your hands. Pipe bombs on his arms and he had to slice it out and he actually survives. Yeah. Because he actually did it. Um, but it was a sh- I think that was a shit trap. Yeah, it, I don't know what... That one was the... Brut- and this was the thought going through my head. It was like, when I saw... The first one was, you know, fine, but, you know, I thought it was a bit quick, a bit sudden with the eyes. But it's an imagination. Um, and, then, yeah, and then the second one with, with Diego... And very quickly, I started thinking, oh, th- this was the problem with coming back to the Saw franchises. I just feel like everything's going to be an under- underwhelming and every trap's going to be... And, the- yeah. and that's why it's kind of like, you've done it. You've already done this to yes. death. And can you do any better? Valentina's brought it back up. Mateos was okay. And I then think Mateos kept it at a level. Kept it, yeah, know? about there. And then, yeah, and then we have it brought back down by Gabriella's then followed by this twist that they thought was clever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know and how I they thought I think this was they clever. thought that this was clever. 
and it's very unclear really right in my head like exactly what John Kramer's plan whether whether he was actually meant to properly end on that and he definitely never intended for the boy to be in that because he liked the boy so he def- that definitely I don't think was part of his plan the boy no I the, think the fucking random boy whether he expected Amanda to be a bit on that as well with him yes was that's part, what I my guess um, but then even then like that's why I guess you can explain why it's such a mediocre as in like it's a mediocre trap that didn't feel like it was properly going to ever do anyone real any damage. This trap doesn't really apart. You know, well, it's not supposed to. Well, no, that, that's what I, I don't mean. know if it's, it's supposed to. That, like, and that was the question because, but he says it. He says quite early on, like even with the book, that this already isn't quite go. That that didn't go to like plan and things like that. And yeah, you assume that's because he thought it would be them put in and then they'd get themselves in the room. You know, well, at the top. Here, so here's my. Here's my kind Summarize. of my <laughs> thoughts watching this is obviously Pierce Brosnan. I can't. I'm not. Call, I can't remember his name. I'm just calling him Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan turns up. Um, they've lured him there, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know they they conned me. Look, I didn't have you know um, thyroid cancer, cancer, whatever it was. <laughs> um, I didn't have that. They've conned me." And John's like, "Okay, like there's no guns. You got to sit and watch." So I think that his whole thing was you can uh, basically watch your friends and the woman you love die horribly yeah. and you're, uh, you, that's your game and if yeah. you play by the rules of not trying to save anyone, not pulling the gun just watching this horrendous stuff happen, I will let you go. However if you, uh, if you try and betray me then you and uh, Celia will go on the blood thing because he knows they're in a relationship and one of you is going to have to drown the other one under the blood. You're going to have to fight. And then, obviously, Pierce Brosnan does betray them, puts him in the... uh, puts them into it. And originally, John's like, okay, they've got to put me and Amanda in it because that's the natural thing to do. Instead, the randomly, the Celia character, one, is like, Shows okay. herself to be a, a mega psychopath because she kills Gabriella by crushing her spine, yeah. basically, on her neck. But then she's like, I knew, you, I knew you were John Kramer, I knew you were Jigsaw, and I was thinking, like, how? How did you know that John Kramer was yeah. Jigsaw? I mean, he, he gives some vague hints that he's a civil engineer and he helps people get through things. This is the point, though, when they tried to make her... Like a supervillain. They tried to make her so much worse than Kramer yeah. so that this is... It suddenly feels like this is when, oh, now you're really trying to push that he's an anti-hero. And this yeah, is the one this bit is when, when they, they take like it too it. far. I could see why it was working as his character without him having to be an anti-hero. Before this, it was working. The balance of, it like, we can follow there. this guy without him having to be the hero, yeah. without having to save anyone. And this is the point when she goes all mustache twirly, I am mega bitch, I'm yeah. mega killer, I'll kill these people. I'm just going to kill Which again links back to my thing I said earlier, yeah. which was, if she was like this the whole time... I feel like there would have just been a bunch of dead bodies in the desert because she wouldn't have gone to this fucking level to like do it all. She would no. just be like, get them in, off them, dip, bury them in the out. Mexican desert, yeah. done. Because that's the character we get at the end here, but that's not the character she is for most of the film. No, it's a very weird thing. And it, it tries to play up that she was trying to help them, because the, the other guys, she was trying to push them to do yeah. it. And then suddenly at the end, she's like, oh, I was very happy you helped them die. But it's just like at the same time, you're like, 
but why that does that that makes no effect on the audience that makes no difference to us whether she was helping them or not helping them. yeah um you know what i mean like it would have been better if she was revealed earlier on to be a bitch so she can be like trying to basically go against them not, yeah there's no there's no dramatic effect to this no because we have no stakes in her and we know john doesn't care so the only stakes that can come up with is oh yeah we introduced a child 20 minutes ago <laughs> yeah it's an right. hour ago yeah you know you know that boy who's who he helped, helped make fix a bike, a bike? He, well he he's can... kicking a ball against and the him. only word we know how to say is pull yeah which i was there when they were doing that scene with him in there i was like okay I thought you were going to ask the boy to like pull something to help you do it, but you don't. You just tell him. So why are you trying to tell the boy to do pull? Pull? Oh, because yeah. you pulled the wheel out of the thing a second later. Why? I think... <laughs> and what... that, it, it was terrible just so later on he can be like, no pull. No pull. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And it was fucking Out awful. of context, John Kramer and a small boy and he's telling him about pulling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's teaching a small boy to pull in his and shed. Because we know 7 John Kramer, Kramer is like a murderer. I'm so, like, there's hard not to you to feel the second he's like walking after this small boy that you see he's like broken with his bike and then takes him off to his shed. Strong diddler vibes. Yeah. We're all thinking, you know, we're going anti-hero with this, but you could have gone the opposite way and yeah. gone real dark for this. Oh, uh, yeah. It was fucking awful, man. Um, I hate... I just thought, like... So they've just turned her into a villain. Villain? We knew that there was this twist coming. And then the whole thing is... They're, you know... I knew as soon as they put John Kramer on the chain and were like, sit on this thing. I knew that the big twist was coming. And then they go into the they go into like the main office, Pierce Brosnan and Celia, and they're like, okay, we've got to get the money. They pull them, they pull them the bag where the money is, and then it's like do no no, do no 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 no, and you're like, oh, this is the twist. This is the bit where like the penny drops and everything's gone bad, and it's just like you got ten minutes in a room full of gas. What there's only a breathing hole for one of you. You're you're gonna have to fight for it and i'm now i'm now a hero i've saved this random little boy and i'm gonna give him eight million dollars in cash because that's the perfectly financial responsibility to do is to give a young mexican boy eight million (laughs) dollars you know it's like it just every twist at no point it just doesn't make any with with her what was it again Celia Celia I don't know why I keep like blanking that I name think that's her me. name it might um, not be well yeah maybe the wrong one the whole time but but Celia even, even yeah it twi- is Cecilia even, like even the twist and stuff with her and mm, Pierce Brosnan yeah Pierce Brosnan <laughs> like even that stuff it just doesn't like not only was it obvious that with his character yeah that something else was going on here and that the gun was never going to have any bullets so you're there the whole time like well that gun obviously doesn't have bullets John Crane's not that stupid so why are they letting you lead it down so there's obviously a trap here going on and just at no point does it just have any connectivity apart from just so that she can betray him in the last few minutes which are again just the crappiest way okay if you're going to make her like a super villain bitch then we want a death that's going out on super villain level yeah and it we don't in fact she survives are we yeah. trying to set up a sequel for some reason that she's going to come back after him and we're going to set again somehow it's going to set again after yeah force or two before any of this happens because i don't understand why else because i thought at least what she was going to get because they're in a room and it starts doing like acid smoke yeah you know, whatever 
Um, they're fighting. He says they're going to have to fight for it. And then there's only one place to put their head through. I thought at least she was going to get like burned to like 90% of her body. So you start yeah. seeing the rest of her body burn, like burn from the acid. So she's protected her head. So she might still survive, but her body's going to be like, fucked. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, but instead, no, she gets a couple of burns to her face. She kills Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, she Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> um, and then that's it. And, and then she's left there. And then, we just see them walk out with the small boy and it's yeah. sore X and it's like where was the where was the comeuppance I don't even see where she's learned a lesson yeah like literally the evilest per- the one person who should come out of this and even if she was going to survive should have been left with major injuries in which to see that she's off and also because they built her character up as such a strong character I really wanted to see her in a trap because I felt like yeah. she was going to be a force to be reckoned with. She was going to literally like... That character, one thing I will say is they had made her seem strong. They did. So one thing I was expecting to see was basically her be put in a trap where she has to hack some and cop herself and she just fucking goes, goes for, for it. it. Boom. Like yeah. seconds and she's like, done. You know what I mean? Like it's brutal. Like that's yeah. what I was expecting to see. And I feel like that's what it was being built up to. So it when was, it went yeah. to this, it was like... And then it was the fact that they had that, you know, the way he was covered in blood almost felt a little bit like the original, you know, picking up off the floor. But that ending there was nothing like on the original. They were trying to match, in some ways, I think, the tone of Saw. Yeah. The original Saw. And at the end, they spectacularly failed. Yeah, they shit the bed. Um, I thought... I'm very... Just to, like, wrap up my thoughts there, just... I'm very surprised, to be honest. Like, I enjoyed this film, and it was better that... Better than I was expecting it to be, and I think my expectations are were raised because I had such low low to be yeah. fair. But I am a little bit surprised that there's such a buzz that this is like the best reviewed like yeah, it's film. very weird. I feel like there's a, been a distance between the films, and people have come back to excited that there's a saw film in the cinema, and I totally get that. But I do think that when that wears away. Apart from Tobin Bell and Shawnee Smith's performances, which you are know, good, yeah, um, and and trying to reinvent the idea. I do think that on repeated watch this and I would still probably because I don't like most of the sequels I'd probably still place it around the you know three four-ish kind of area I'd still probably put it around there but I do feel that when people get away from that first nostalgic watch of seeing it away from Halloween season maybe and rewatch it and go actually on rewatch this is not that great like even as we said there's only really one or two of the kills that we were really that impressed by anyway. Yeah, I mean... so <laughs> yeah, It's I was, a Saw film. It's a Saw film, yeah. I was expecting the end. They're locked in that room. They've got this kind of like, you know, hideous gas, corrosive gas coming in. I expected... It's fairly hinted at that they're going to have to fight. There's only a chance that one of them can be safe. I expected that the gas was going to leave... It wouldn't kill people, but it would leave them like horrendously scarred, horrendously burnt. Yeah. So she would kill Pierce Brosnan, and then when she put her head through into the you know the bit where she can breathe air, it would be like the trap in the second one where she puts her head through. There's blades there, and as she tries to pull back, it cuts into her. She's stuck and she's gonna bleed. And the whole thing was gonna be that like if they'd have both waited there and just sat in the gas they'd be yeah. horrendously burnt 
but they wouldn't they wouldn't be dead and they yeah. they would have had to fight it looked like there was a fight. second one didn't there it looked like there was two I didn't get it there, like was that, two, yeah. there was there was two, two gaps. it looked there was like there was, was two open. gaps that's yeah. what I mean one was open one wasn't but again I was expecting something with a head stuck as well yeah, yeah. so that expectation came in my head too um, so what are your I kind of wrapped up my thoughts so no, what are your wrap up thoughts this, on this okay so to summarise like I, I do like the Saw films they're not a particularly good film and I wouldn't say that this is a particularly great film either it's quite flimsy it's very messy I, I think the the lead up maybe and maybe the first two acts are pretty solid and enjoyable the third act just shits the bed so hard that it kind it makes it laughable you know you it builds up to something much bigger in terms of trap wise and it just kind of ends it with like a wet fart basically (laughs) you know like it's it's not that great i don't think it's the worst offender i still think it's better than the final chapter i think it's better than maybe the fourth and maybe the fifth one um much better it's better than spiral i would probably say it's not quite as good as jigsaw not quite as good as the sixth one middle of the pack you know it doesn't particularly stand out i'd watch it and if you're a big saw fan you, you might enjoy it i don't think it's particularly horrendously bad it's just let down by an absolutely horrendous third act and twists that don't really work a lot of logic problems yeah um but yeah i do think i think i think if you um i think though to be honest if you're looking for like a horror kind of date thing and like i'm not saying it's it's fun but if you're coming into this expecting kind of what you got used to with the previous ones where to be fair it's much more you know gore porn yeah gore heavy trap heavy yeah mainly about the traps mainly about the kills um then again that there might be a bit of disappointment with that as well because it, it is much more as we said it is much more john kramer's film yeah and to be fair when it focuses on him without trying to add in extra twists i think it mainly works and yeah. it could have been a much better film i think if it was handled better by maybe a better filmmaker yeah you know what i mean like there's a there's an interesting story that i think was there and could have been told i just think they just mishandled it and yeah and that's the problem if you're going to build up to a third act that felt like there was lots of good things in place that could have made a really interesting third act here yeah and then they just kind of yeah showed it in and again they lent into that worry of that anti-hero kind of thing yeah and that kind of balls it up yeah villains and you know Characters can be cunts. Like, let them be cunts. Just let them be that. Let them be I mean? horrid. There was yeah. enough of a nice balance with Shawnee Smith's Amanda to have that kind of emotional edge. Yeah. But you didn't need him to then be that emotional. He was clearly being the one that was like, no, this has to be done. Yeah. She was that. There was a nice enough balance there where you could relate to that enough. You didn't need to then have him have the child and the boy. And and he's it was not... all just a bit uncomfortable as well, to be honest. It was just didn't work. He's not a player. Like, explain the rules to him. He's not a player. This isn't his game. Like, yeah, to have that yeah. moment with oh, the boy's trying to save me, and no, no, yeah. I'm, I, he's pulling me off. No, I'm going to pull him off. Yeah, everyone's pulling everybody <laughs> everyone's off. Everyone pulling and, each other. And off. you're supposed to be like, oh, the boy is, the boy is helping John Kramer, and you're just thinking, nah, let fuck John Kramer. If John Kramer died, many people would be yeah, alive. Exactly. Many, many horrible people, but also, yeah, many people wouldn't would be alive. You know. 
So very mixed bag. Very here. mixed bag. You you wrap us up. Yeah. For well, this week. there we are. Very mixed bag. Um, as always, we hope that you've enjoyed the show. Next week we will be looking into Exorcist Believer, mm-hmm. another potential mixed bag. Um, you know, in terms of you know David Gordon Green, we've done good reviews on you know Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends with Josh. Um, so go and check those out if you want to know. Kind of our thoughts a little bit on David no, Gordon not Green. Not good in quality. Not good in quality. Uh, no, I, I mean the film. Not <laughs> oh, the film. The, 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 the podcast was incredible. Yeah. Um, Award-winning, I would say. <laughs> but we're going to be touching on that as well. Uh, come and let us know your thoughts on Saw X, Saw Roman Numerals 10. And remember to hit that subscribe button. Uh, and please leave us a lovely review. We will see you next time. The game is over. Da-da-da. See you next week. Bye-bye.